Hey everybody. Hello. I am Tovi7. It's May 24th, 2022. Episode uh 36. And Gaza didn't join us tonight. She was like, I don't want to do the podcast. Go fuck yourself. I don't even care if people listen. Does, I was does like, that mean I get to go do something else? I'm sorry. Gaz <laughs> is here. Gaz is here. Da! Gaz! Da Gaz! Da Gaz! 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 We might have to pause this at some point because the dogs might go crazy if Ethan walks in the door. So, keep that in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is Mediocre Marriaging and other observations. It's May 24th, 2022, episode number 36. I am Tovi7 with Dacos. And um, the last podcast we talked about is putting on the boats. And I think it was that David Goggins, right? Yeah, David Goggins. Yeah, because there was this thing about him doing... Who's going to carry the boats. Who's going to carry the boats, which is like a euphemism for like, I need to do all the stuff. And uh, the last podcast I mentioned, like, I got to set down the boats because I feel like I was doing too much, stretch myself a little bit too thin. It's important to attend to your own mental health. And I needed to be alone for a while and take a bit of a trip. So I loaded up my beloved Andrew Banana Pancakes, um, put them in, in my Jeep, and we started to drive around the country. And uh, it was a lot of alone time, a lot of trying to figure out how I'm going to sleep. But it was a lot of fucking dope shit. I got to see my awesome aunt, who I don't see very often, um, which was really fucking cool. And there's an adorable story if your mom later tell you about Andy getting to sleep in the house. But uh, saw my aunt, saw how the Navajo were living. That's a disgrace. Saw Rocky Mountains with snow tops, sand dunes, caverns. Bubbling mud. Yellowstone. I mean, everything. Man, and Andy loved it. We slept in the car most of the time. Um, but it was a really dope trip. Last 11 days. Yeah. Um, could not obviously have done it without the uh, condonement of my, of my wife, which I very much love and appreciate for her understanding. Right, you Would you like to go into why and how you're so understanding regarding that situation? Um, well, I, I mean, I think it's important to every, for everybody to address their own mental health and you know recognize when stress is hitting a limit and you got to do something for yourself and for you. I know that that thing is you. You really need alone time, and alone time can be time with Andy, obviously. But like you need time away from other humans and time to be in your own head and do your own thing. And you'd not had that in quite a long time. Yeah. You had been planning to do this trip for nearly, oh, actually over a year. Pre-COVID, I think. I think it was uh, pre-COVID I'd talked about it. And yeah, then, you'd talked about it, but like you were actively planning to go last fall. And you had been talking about it all summer and then it fell through because of work. Yeah. So when I saw that you were really hitting a spot of, like a critical stress level, I thought that the best thing that you could do for yourself, which would also be good for the whole family, would be to just do this trip. Yeah. And what's great is that the boy supports, supports you too. So as soon as I said like, hey, he's going to do this on Monday, he's like, okay, cool. Yeah, so supportive wife, uh, helpful and understanding son. The boy did great. While I was gone, he helped do anything that 
was needed to be done. I feel like him and Guz spent a lot of quality time together. I think that was important. Yeah. That's the longest that you and him have ever spent alone together. It is. It's the longest that we've ever been alone together. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. It was I think, very cool. I think that was cool. Yeah. Especially. He tried some new food with me. Stuff that he would not do again. But we went out for Indian. It's not his jam. But I loved it. And he tried it. You um, thought it was bitchin' and he did not. Well, he, he said it was fine. He just, he it's said not this his isn't, thing. He said this isn't bitchin'. It's not my thing. Mm. But he enjoyed what he ate at the moment. All right. Um. We had a lovely evening. We That's watched cool. some movies together. All right. Anything good? Yeah. Again, like I liked, he had wanted to see The Green Knight because we've seen it and talked about it. And it so we watched nice. that. Um, he seemed to enjoy it while watching it. But as soon as we turned it off, I'm like, what did you think? He's like, I did not. I don't understand what I just watched. Yeah. That's one of those visual movies. You're just watching something beautiful. That's an Arthurian tale. But, but once I explained it. I think it's it, beautifully poetic. It is. And once I explained it, I think he understood. It's about paying your debts. It's great. It's a great movie. Paying your debts and... You in know. my opinion, hey, we're not going to have a debate. Don't Please don't argue with me, okay? I swear to God, I'll get back in the car with Andy. I'll drive back across the fucking country. I'll live in Utah. Oh, shut the fuck up. I also think it's about, like, recognizing, you know, when to be a good man. Or a good yeah. person. Like, yeah, I think that's part of it, too. Yeah, there's... Sure. You know, being virtuous and light, and you know the honors of a knight, and a lot of the time in the movie when he was tested, he did not test correctly until until the end, which was awesome. But he had to pay the price, son. Had to pay the man. A man has to pay his debts. So, yeah. So obviously, understanding son, um, and they did great together, like I mentioned, and uh, great understanding friends who, uh, you know. I didn't bail on them or anything like that. It's just I was like, I'm not available. And, you know, there's an inertia between a couple, few of my friends where we kind of all figure out how to work to make sure everybody's making money. And I had to step aside for a minute just to, you know, do whatever. And the one checked on me and tried to give me good advice when I texted him weird house stuff. That is true. Like, is it weird or bad? Is it bad that bees are flying into this weird hole in the side of my window? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, like, sounds like a bad All right. Thing. I guess I'm going to Home Depot then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they were both cool. Um, everybody's been really cool and helpful. Uh, even my one buddy's wife was super dope. Um, but everybody was, everybody's been great. And, and it's been... And how do you feel after your trip? I feel good, man. I feel like I got... Like I, I said before, I feel like I got some jive back in my dance. I feel like, I feel like, uh, it felt like, it felt like there was a girl you've been crushed on and it was your first kiss. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And she leaned in. Okay. And you're like, fuck yeah. Crushing it. <laughs> yeah, it felt like that. It felt like a first kiss from a girl you like. You're like, mm. That's a strawberry chapstick. Um, i feel good man i feel i feel good so you've been home for a couple days and you still yeah which is brings us very ironic to our next point getting back into the rhythm of the dance now man again Mm. i still got some more job i got some boogie boogie yeah um but uh getting oh wait before we do that let's talk about (laughs) visiting my aunt okay and this adorable story so my aunt bless her she uh she she it's not like she doesn't like my dog she 
it's she's that, just not a dog person, not she, like she not for her home. She knows they're dirty and they have fucking hair. So she didn't want Andy sleeping in the house. I totally understood. I didn't even plan on staying there that night. I actually planned on just dropping by for a couple hours and heading out. But and I knew that that was impossible because these two get to squawking and they're oh they're so funny together. The way that they laugh is so fucking comical. It's adorable. So well, I knew that he'd be stuck there just because he'd get the bullshit and, and the well, day we would We dance the same tightrope, man. I feel like me and her, we like you know, there's not many people that kind of get all of the experience that we have <laughs> had. Discomfort of having and and coming out the other side, so you get like a a relatable swing in there, and it's 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 nice. It's you nice just thing. start laughing, and it, it it it's so fun to be around. I don't even have to listen to what you're talking about. I just like I hear the talking, and then I hear the laughing. And it's good enough. Yeah, it doesn't no. matter what you're talking about. Yeah, we have a great time. Um, so so anyway, I'm I'm saying the plan was that Andy would sleep in the garage. And I was like, okay, that's fine. At some point, me and Lynn were both in the house, and my uncle was in the garage with a dog. And my uncle loves the dog. Yeah, that loves, man needs a dog. Loves the dog. So at some point, he it's about bedtime, and he comes up, and uh, he opens the door, and I hear him whispering something to Lynn about like, oh come on, just. Let him stay in there for one night, you know. Just close it, and she goes, "Okay, fine." In the room with the door closed. <laughs> so she let me sleep with Andrew that that night in the house, which is very sweet and kind of her. Um, but it was fun, man. I had a good time. Um, but again, getting back in the room of things. Damn, my mouth is dry. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. I did. I mean, even though I was gone for 11, I probably took 14 off altogether, and, and I uh, worked for the first time yesterday. It was a good long shift. Yeah. My back is feeling it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, back is definitely fucking feeling it. And so are some other muscles that I like having sore, but the back is not my favorite. But I still am approaching it with a, a pretty good sense. I feel like uh, it's still not as hard as, like, you know being by yourself alone with the dog trying to figure it out it's a good perspective also I would recommend anybody to travel like that because even if you want to get hotels if you can afford it but just to see as many things as you can before you before you go I think is a pretty big pretty big life bucket thing when you said that you'd like for me and the boy to go back to the one place, place Can- Canyonlands. Canyonlands in Utah, man, is I, I, fuck. But this time without the dog, so we can do more exploring. National parks don't let dogs Which do anything. So that's stupid. Basically, Canyonlands. I did illegally take him on one hike on some rocks and some sand and stuff, and it was pretty cool. And it was in the morning, so the sand wasn't hot. So nobody give me some shit. So I mean, you're more sensitive to to Andrew's paws than anybody. I mean, so yeah, we took one illegal hike off the trail, and it was really fucking awesome. And just that little taste I got, I think, like, oh my god, if we went back there, I'd love to. There's I think a couple hour hikes to go on that that would be fucking amazing. And there's I, a lot of camping out there; it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, there's lots of camping that like the primitive camping, and because that Canyonlands had the primitive camping, right? I didn't stay in Canyonlands. No, but I was saying, like, when you had me looking at places to potentially camp. I don't know if they had primitive. I thought they did. 
they have camping. I don't know if they have like sleep in the car, but we would have to figure something else yeah, out. Yeah, we'd figure we'd it out. We'd have to have a tent. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, yeah, just getting back in the rhythm of work and trying to get, you know, I'm talking to my buddies about how who's scheduling what, when, where, why, and how. And it's good, though. It's I feel like it's a lot easier to handle. It's a lot easier to carry some boats. And also, big thing yesterday. The boy graduated high school. The boy. The boy. Boy. He did. Boy. It's, graduated high school. It's an interesting thing because it's an expected task. Like, it's just, that's what you do. But it's also a major milestone. Like, it's a big milestone. Is it, though? Yeah. I yeah, I think, think it, it is. is. Like, because you've gone from, for the last 13 years of your life, going to a place. That you did not want to go to. Five days a week, most of the year. If your parents don't let you not go, then they potentially get in trouble and have fines and like it's like all kind of, yeah, by law. It's a required thing. You gotta go. And we want you to do that because we want you to be smart, and like know how to read and do math and all the shit. It's education is good for you. So you do all of that, and then it's like it was funny because with one week left, he'd said to me like, "Well, what do I do after that?" Like, we well, already know what you do after that. You go to work, and then in the fall, you said you're going to go to college. And in the meantime, you hang out with your friends. You help me cut the fucking grass. <laughs> if you get bored, take the dogs on a walk. Life continues. Like, I, Life you already know what on. you do. But but I can see the wheels turning on, like, like this is a yeah, milestone. Yeah. Like, it's a, now, there's it's a life event. Things are changing in my life now. I guess in that aspect, because, you, you know, time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. But it's a big event. And if Actually, you look time at doesn't really slip into the future. It's slipping into the past. You slip into the future and you don't even realize it. And that brings to, me- to light one of the things Ethan had mentioned before I had left, which was how a couple days into my trip, he had thought of... Oh, he said this he, after you got back. Yeah, after I got back. He, how, he would, how he's having a hard time understanding what life is going to be like in the future when... When I'm gone, after I'm dead. He said it was a culmination. Like, he was laying there. You were gone, and he missed you, and school was ending. Yeah. And so he started thinking about, like, when you die. Yep. And I had that thought when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, everybody has that thought. Do they? Because I've had conversations with other people, and they've been like, no, I have I never thought that. Uh... I don't, my mom was a mortician. Maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. I would play, was I was introduced to death, and before that, my grandparents ran an informal hospice practically for some old people. I've, I've always been around death. I thought about it with Papap when I was a kid. I was like, man, how am I gonna be alive without Papap? Like, that's gonna be a weird world. It's gonna be a crazy world to live in. That's not a world I'm signed up for. It is weird. But you know, and then he died. And my aunt called me, and I did have to take a couple minutes, have a good good cry. And I've cried since for him. It's okay to cry. Yeah. I've, cried, I've cried since for him, but I needed to get that out of my system at that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't help Lynn, so we had to get off the phone because she, she doesn't like hearing that shit, which I completely fucking understand. No, people need to have their own space to do what they need to do. Well, plus, like, it's her dad. Like, that's not a supportive me crying on the phone is <laughs> a supportive thing to do. No, but she understood the relationship you had with him. Like, hey, my dad's dead. And I'm just, okay, listen to me cry for 20 minutes. Like, but that was your grandpa. Yeah, it was my papa. 
That's so, my Pat. I mean, he un- she understood that. Which, by the way, when the boy has kids, I will be called Pat Pat or some form of voice. Um, I mean, you cried when I called you and I told you that my mom died. Well, yeah, it's okay to cry. Yeah. I, I, but I'm an emotional, I'm, an, I'm a pretty sensitive person. I and I didn't feel like that was unsupportive. I knew that you were going to. I yeah, assumed but, that you would, I guess. Yeah, but it's not like I was like, I mean, with Pat Pat, I was not capable of conversing. Yeah, and obviously you guys did not, there was not a conversation to be had at that moment. No. But you've conversed since, and you've both cried since, and... Yeah. But then life keeps moving. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, on the trip, I spread your mom across the country. Thank you again. I'm pretty sure that's federally illegal and state illegal. I think so. We did, Um, when when we went to Jamaica, like... This is not admission of guilt. It could have been, you know, uh... Sand, firewood, sure, ash. Yeah, but no. I, I mean, I always felt like she would have wanted to be put a little bit of everywhere. So that's what we've done. She was. I uh, did not put her in my aunt's house. No, that's fair. You're, I mean, she. If it's she true didn't that know my her. aunt listens to this podcast, <laughs> I didn't dump any of because uh, his mom at your house. No, but we took her. Like I've taken her on planes. Let's just a little jar, like a little jar yeah. of the ashes, and then you, know, you spread them somewhere on, so, on so, various places. And uh, real quick summary life. before I want to move on to the next topic. Um, oh, okay. So summary is, I got to take my time off because of supportive family and friends. It was good. I would recommend it for anyone else having, maybe going through a thing that maybe needs just some time alone to meditate or think. And that's really what it was. It was just a meditation exercise. It was a lot of. It was like a meditation retreat. I mean, I was averaging 22 hours a day not talking to anyone. I was just alone with the dog. And I talked to the dog, but... But that really is a meditation retreat. Like, you just didn't go to somebody to teach you to do a thing. You just needed to do that on your own. Yeah. But I was not interacting with other people. And it was fucking awesome. And the sights I got to see were awesome. And it was great. And, uh... You know, and, and in terms of Ethan's graduation, anyway, and I'm, it's it was great, and I'm back, and I feel good, and I'm I'm ready to plow ahead and fucking take take over. And I'm glad that you did it. Thank I you. Think I appreciate your support for that. You would do the same for me. I at, would. In whatever fashion I needed whatever to do it. Capacity required. Yeah, and, and that's important to do for each other. It would be about knowing your partner and yeah. communicating. For fuck's sake. Darring. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and yeah, Ethan completed his assigned task. And it's interesting that seemingly the only two, the least two people impressed with this are me and Ethan. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm happy. It's just that we don't, we, I feel like between me, like. Are you, ha- he's so disinterested. We're happy. Like, like I'm happy that it, that part's over. Yeah. But there's also part of it that's like, yeah, I know, but. Was, there's was there's that, an inevitability. Wasn't that the plan? Yeah. So I just did, did the thing I was supposed to do. So anyway, um, this, this I don't know if you're aware. I mean, maybe this is the first time tuning in. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's been boring. Maybe it's been entertaining. We don't know, and we can do the best we can. Okay. So like you go fuck yourself. But the title of this podcast is mediocre marriage and other observations. Other observations. Let's talk about this Johnny Depp and her trial. Man, that bitch is so crazy. My mouth is so dry. She's as crazy as my mouth is dry. She's crazy. And look, I have worked with victims of domestic violence. We've known victims of domestic violence. And it is no joke. 
There's nothing to be joked about with domestic violence, whether it's against a man or a woman, whether it's physical, emotional, sexual. But there are moments when you start catching a person in lies and they're bullshit and there's recordings of the way that they behave that you think to yourself, bitch, you're crazy. Yeah, she's and crazy. she's yeah. crazy. She's crazy. They both indulge in substances, probably to the level of a use disorder. Okay. I mean, it's not like he's having withdrawal symptoms during the court. No. Use disorder, probably, based on the shit that gets thrown out there. But that was mutual. They both in- indulged. They absolutely, from the audio recordings, had a dysfunctional relationship and poor communication skills. Poor. Poor. That's a nice way of putting it. Um, but I, I'm not sure that I believe any of the stories that she talks about him being violent. And you made a funny observation that a man that wears that many rings is going to leave a mark. Yeah, man. If he punched you in the face, there's going to be a bruise for if he, a while. like, tapped you in the face, the man, amount of rings that that man wears? That man has 10 ounces of iron on each finger. And yeah. If he connected with you, it'd be like, it's like brass fucking, like, get out of here, dude. Come on. Come on. This is, this is what we call crazy pussy coming to light. That's what it's called. Yes, and one of the things that I thought was my most favorite part... if you're part, offended by that, evaluate yourself. One of my favorite parts that you pointed out to me, because I've not listened to as much as you have, is that the uh, the psychologist that, that her team hired to try to prove that she had PTSD came back and said, oh, this is not post-traumatic stress disorder. She has a personality disorder that's yes. probably borderline or histrionic. Which, which oh, we, you can see that. Yeah, you could see that. But you know, they, ha- they have a different person, too. They have a psychiatrist that said... Well, that's because they didn't like what the first person said, but, so they had to get a second now, person. this second person is saying that Johnny Depp has a drug problem and, and some sort of thing towards domestic violence. They've, they've never met each other. Yeah, you can't diagnose somebody without meeting a person. Although, just on the, the videos and the recordings, I wouldn't, like, I would be unprofessional, but go out of my, but go out of my way to say, yeah, he probably has a drug problem. Yeah. I mean... But, how much of a problem could it be if he's still functioning in his life? But yeah. he's misusing substances. At that point, isn't he just trying to like have a good time and, and do his thing? We pay him thirty million dollars a fucking movie. Yeah. So puts out three a fucking year, ninety million dollars a year. Jesus Christ, he owns nine houses, a fucking vineyard, two spaceships, an alien colony. Who the fuck knows? Is he on a fucking island in the Bahamas or something? Yeah, I think he did. So yeah. So know. does he misuse substances? Probably. Fuck. Uh, but you can't diagnose a mental health condition without actually meeting a person. It, it drives me crazy when people try to do that. Even if you think you know all the symptoms, you only see a portion of them on TV, even if they're a super public figure. But it's pretty dope, we can agree, that it's there's finally... Evidence of crazy pussy on TV? Yeah, like, no, you can see it. Like there's, Oh, yeah. You can see how it's not just like the whole... Because I was always skeptical of the whole situation. From I mean, because we've been hearing about this for years now. I was always skeptical, but thought to myself, just like with the Will Smith, Chris know. Rock thing, ain't know. my fucking business. Mm-hmm. I hope that that's not true. I hope that she was not a victim. I never want anybody to be a victim. But you listen to this shit that's coming out in this trial, that's, the defamation trial. Person. I feel like she was abusive to him. Yeah, it seemed that way. Like from the recordings, there's some psychological abuse going on from her end. 
Man, she hit him with that door? Well, la- And then punched him in the face. During a fight, making fun of him for doing 21 Jump Street. Yeah, she hit him in the head a with TV the door. Show, by the and way. then when he was like, what that- the fuck? Then, then she punched him in the face. It was a TV show, by the way, that was released before she was even born. Yeah, and so that's, I guess that's the one thing that I will say. Johnny, what the fuck were you doing? I bet you she's a fucking rock star in the bed. She's 30 years younger than him. Of course she is. All right. Men can't stop thinking what their dicks. It's a disease. It is a disease because now look at what's happened. But I think he sees, at least he has the money to point out, like, hey, this bitch is crazy. I'm glad that somebody can because we've talked, like, me and you have talked about crazy pussy for as long as we've known each other. That's what we've called it. Yeah. It's crazy pussy. It's crazy pussy. Girl, Would you like to explain it. what crazy pussy is? That's a girl that's a rock star in the bed. but And you fucking abs- hot. And super, beautifully super hot. amazing. But a person that you cannot have a relationship with because they are fucking insane. Yeah. And not only are they insane, they push that insanity onto you in a fashion that's like a cloak. And it's like, do you want, do you want this pussy? And you're like, I really do. And they're like, okay, now you have to deal with all this. Yeah, and then they torment you. And they torment you. And you're like, oh, God, but it's so good. Oh, and she was cheating on him with multiple people? As possibly, crazy pussy, possibly. Possibly. But as crazy pussy potentially would. So. Yeah, that's that shit's crazy that. as hell. If, not that anybody asked our fucking opinion on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard things. But me and Gus, have, I started making jokes. I've said some things. And I'll be like, I'm just hurting you. Means I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making up some shit about something you didn't do. Oh my god, it's like a different word for gaslighting. Yeah, I'm just hurting you right now. Ain't nothing. And watch ten years from now, instead of calling it gaslighting, people will be calling it hurting. It's hurting, man. She, he got heard. He got heard over there. Or at least a, you know, a synonym in the fucking urban dictionary. That yeah. shit's crazy yeah. as hell. Um. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So. When we originally formed this podcast, the idea was for them to be nice little sliders. Yeah, so we're at 20... 30 minutes long. Yeah. Guys, do we have a tip of the day? Uh, If I had to think on my feet... No, wait. think of it now. Hurry up. Tip of the day. Uh, support your it? partner. Which was basically the Jesus whole first half of the podcast. Christ, that's, every, that's everything we discussed in the first part of this podcast. I want you uh, to... Okay, no, okay. Have a discussion about how you want the grass cut with your partner so that way you can both do it in a way that is mutually acceptable. Yeah, you know what else, guys? Take care of your lawn. You know? Oh, yeah, that in general. You have, but you have neighbors. Come on. I guys. mean, maybe that was a weird tip of the day, but I think it's actually I'm been super actually, important actually for us. I actually have a tip of the day. I just want to put you on your feet. Oh. Um, but you I know what? She brought up a good point. Take care of your fucking grass. Well, and, and have a mutual understanding about what that means. Yeah, make so sure like, it's... Get, listen, dandelions, I know they look cool for a bit. Those are weeds, guys. Those are fucking weeds. Yeah. Those are weeds. Get rid of them. And having straight lines to us is important. Yep. We like to keep high grass, but we have dogs that shit, and they're giant dogs, so it's it, easy for us. Well, if you it have maintains dogs, our lawn better. Hard, yeah. but we like high grass. Take care of your grass. Everybody yeah. likes to look at that. Come on. When you get shit, try to take care of it. Make it last. It's mm-hmm. tricky. Yeah. So what's your tip of the day after putting me on the spot? Let your kids figure it out, but always give them the straight response. Mm. 
you know, it's like a, it's like a, your kids are going to be in situations sometimes where you could, I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't ever give them advice. I'm just saying don't ever expect them to do what you think they should do. That's what I mean by let them figure it out. That's true. But, and sometimes. You give them pointers, but don't. And get, always try. Don't to give them shit when they don't take your pointers. Always try to pre- prevent mistakes. If you see it going a wrong way and you know it's going to be a wrong way because you know it, it's always good to point that out. But you have to do it with a nice, nimble, cat-like fashion. You got to slide it in there like. And then, you know, let it flow easy. God, and when, when they do something in a different way than you told them to and it backfires the way that you knew that it would, don't say, I told you so. No. Definitely not in those words. I mean, you can point out, so we did, like, there's ways to point that out without sounding like a dick. Yeah, that's not a productive statement. I no. told you so it's not a productive statement. But sometimes you do need to highlight that, like, hey, have, you know, have we did I... have a conversation and... Yeah. Just not, you just don't say, I told you so. Unless you're joking. I've said it to you probably multiple times, joking. Oh, I'm sure I've said it to you jokingly, too. Yeah, probably not as many times I've said it to you, though. <laughs> How about that atlas I bought you? Okay. I needed the fucking atlas. I needed the atlas. Okay. You're right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. How many times have I fucking say it? You're right. I needed the atlas for a minute because I lost service with my phone. Had to read a map. Guys bought me an atlas. I thought she was retarded for doing so, and I had to use it at some point. So, fuck me. I'm the dick. <laughs> um, yeah, so let your kids figure it out, uh, but also give them the straight response. Don't ever, don't ever let your kids fuck up. If you see that they're going to fuck up, try to prevent it. Um, and you have to do so sometimes with delicate hands. And, and sometimes they're still going to fuck up because you most can't. Of, most don't of, I would, stop it. I would like, say most of the times. Yeah, you, I mean, when you're saying try to prevent it, that doesn't mean stop it and intervene and do things for them. Just be it like, means, hey, man, maybe not that. Like, try to give some gentle tips. Maybe this. And if they don't listen, then they have for to deal with the consequences one of their fuck ups. And up. reason two. Yeah. But people learn from fuck ups. And also, you could then give why not to do what you're doing with reason one and two and three. Yeah. But then when they fuck up, don't be a dick and no. let them learn from their fuck up. Yeah. That's and then have that conversation so they actually do learn. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, you heard it, guys. Old fucking faithful is coming back out here to play us out. It's okay, buddy. Play us out. Um, Han, do you have anything you'd like to say? Nah, I'm good. Uh, what about the plastic problem in the world? It's terrible. We're ingesting way too much. We're throwing a credit card a week. Is what we're ingesting? Yep. That's fucking nasty. Try to use less plastic, people. It's hard. It's convenient. Yep, and uh, always treat people like people, right? Absolutely. Toby7 and the guys, mediocremarriaging at gmail.com. Email us, man. We'd like to have a, you know, fucking, you know, right? Mediocre.marriaging. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Toby7 loves the earth. So does the guys. Absolutely. Later, everybody. Bye. <laughs>